The Girl Talk Inc. podcast inspires middle and high school girls to learn about, to embrace, and to live every day in their leadership lifestyle. Welcome back. We're your hosts, Pace and Melissa. Stay up to date with all things Girl Talk by signing up to be a part of our mailing list. You can do this by going to our homepage of our website and scrolling all the way down to the bottom and sign up. Welcome back to the Girl Talk Inc. podcast. We are so excited to have one of our amazing guests, Emily Laney. Well, you may not know who she is, but you should because she is a huge role in Girl Talk now since January. So Emily, how are you? Tell us who you are. I'm so good. Thanks, Pace. Yes, I am Girl Talk's new executive director as of January 3rd. So Still new to the team, but so, so happy to be here and to be part of this amazing family at Girl Talk. It's seriously so amazing to have you. You have been such an amazing role model already um, to me and to everyone on the team. And just seeing that you hit the ground running um, to make such a difference within the Girl Talk community and beyond has just been so inspiring. And We're so, so grateful to have you. Um, So, you know, with you being into Girl Talk now, I don't know much about the other parts of your journey. So I wanted our girls to also hear that on your journey and how you got to Girl Talk. Okay. All right. Well, I feel like I'll go, I I think I'll go kind of way back with my journey just to be, um, to kind of connect with Girl Talk's mission. So I um, am from the metro Atlanta area. I was born and raised in a, in a town called Woodstock, um, which is north of Atlanta. And, you know, had a, a really wonderful family and faith community growing up. And, um, but all, but starting in middle school really struggled with my identity, felt I wasn't horrifically bullied, but definitely felt a little bit bullied at times in in middle school and just had a hard time like coming into myself. Like I was, you know, taller than everyone, than all the other girls. And, you know, I joked, couldn't find pants long enough. Like I felt awkward and it was, it was just hard to really understand who I was as a person and going through all of the changes that you go through in middle school. And then you know, in high school started to really develop, like feel my personality a little bit more and understand my personality, but also felt like I, I naturally was inclined to be outspoken and to desire to be a leader. But for some reason, whether that's society or the community I was in, felt like I wasn't supposed to be. And so kind of in high school, struggled a little bit with who am, who am I and And who, you know, how do I lead and how do I be myself? And like, didn't quite embrace myself, right? Um, I I did a lot of, you know, discovered this this idea of having a life of service in high school. And that went into college where I did a lot of um, volunteer work in, in Atlanta, but also around the world and met so many amazing people who were different from me in a lot of ways, which helped shape my worldview and really I think helped me come into myself as as a person. In college I went to Kennesaw State University. I got a degree, a bachelor's degree in human services. Then when I graduated it was during um, what is now called the Great Recession. So it was really hard to find a job and ended up going back after a year and getting my master's degree 
in social work. And so at that point in my life, really realized I wanted to dedicate my career and my life to giving back and to serving others. And during um, grad school and, and in my undergrad studies, I learned about refugee resettlement and the refugee community in Atlanta. And it, re it really resonated with me because I had traveled a fair amount and had worked with refugees in other parts of the world and when I was volunteering and ended up jumping into that space and started as doing mental health services. Right. So I was hired by Kennesaw State to teach. First, I taught part-time, and then I did a year of full-time work. And then I jumped back into working with refugees and immigrants and was a program leader for a while, and then decided to do fundraising to learn more about um, how to effectively fundraise in, in nonprofits with this goal of becoming an executive director at a nonprofit, that I wanted to have really well-rounded skills. And after a couple of years of that, this opportunity at Girl Talk came up. So that was kind of a whirlwind career life journey for me. And it, I'm grateful for the mentors and the, the people in my life who've really um, encouraged me and empowered me and grateful for the support of particularly the CEO at the organization I came from for being such an encouragement and, and believing in me. And, and I've seen that in my career and in my life, just people that have come alongside and, um, and encouraged me and seen, seen things in myself that maybe I couldn't see at the time. I love that you dated it back to middle school because whenever I start telling about my journey, it also starts in middle school because I think that's when you really learn to start finding who you are because what's really cool is it's not like you're, you are creating who you are, but you have an innate like sense of who you're going to be already. And you just kind of have to like trial and error that on, you know, yeah, you feel awkward, but at the same time, it's because you're growing into yourself. You're like learning who you are and who you want to be and finding your voice um, and not being apologetic for that, just being truly who you are unapologetically. Um, and I love that as you were telling your story, you really brought in like people that impacted your life. Um, can you share with us some of those people? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I have to start with my mom. <laughs> um, I feel so fortunate to have an amazing mom who has believed in me no matter what. She let, you know, when I was um, an older teen, so technically an adult, but still living with my parents and I'm still, you know, dependent on them for, for support. She just really um, was just supportive when I wanted to travel. So I went and did, when I was 20, I went to Indonesia and did um, tsunami relief work, um, volunteered with a community there. And I just remember I could see it in her face, how hard it was going to be for me to be gone for six months at 20, where she still looked at me like her baby. Um, and I still was, I still, you know, was, was so young and, um, it was such a big step, but I just think, I just remember that time how she just fully supported me and just, um, didn't question, didn't, you know, didn't discourage, just encouraged, even though I could tell, like in hindsight, especially now that I'm a mom, I, I know that was a really hard, hard season for her, to, for me to be gone for so long when that had not, um, not been our reality before. And that was before the internet was super, you know, super available. It was before smartphones were 
um, were accessible. So it was a once a week phone call and emails was really all of our communication. So that's hard for a lot of people to even imagine, but that's how it was. So definitely her. I, um, I think about mentors in my life. I've been really fortunate to have some amazing bosses who, uh, and supervisors. So I think about my supervisor, Marsha, at um, three, th two or three, two or three jobs ago. She um, is a reference now and was one of my references for this job at Girl Talk. And she texted me after the phone call she had with the hiring team and said, this is for you. This is you. And we had so much rapport and um, I looked at her so much as a role model and a mentor that for her to say that, it really helped me with the decision. And then uh, my now friend, Natalie, who hired me at my very first program manager job in a nonprofit, I on paper didn't have the qualifications, but she believed in me and she saw that and that I'll forever be grateful for her. And I think about my friend Cindy, who inspires me because she is she's a single mom. She has gone through so much in her life and continues to just get back up and keep fighting. She is an advocate, a community organizer, doing some amazing things in Atlanta and has been through a lot. Like she's had so many hard things happen, but yeah, she keeps just getting up and she's my, like a huge cheerleader. And I'm just, you know, I'm grateful for, for, for those. I mentioned the, the CEO at my organization, New American Pathways, her name is Pia. And I've learned so much about how to run a nonprofit from her. And so just, it's, um, I, and, and I have emulate, like, I try to emulate to others what those women have done for me it hasn't all just been women there have been um there have been men too who have you know internship supervisors and faculty at Kennesaw State um who who have you know offer you know offered me opportunities and encouraged me and um that's all of those people um there have been so many like I could go on like all day <laughs> talking about some amazing, some of the people in my life who have, um, who have encouraged me, um, and have, have lifted, like, have, um, look, seen things, like I said, I've already said this once, but seeing things in me that I didn't necessarily see in myself at first. Yeah. I, I love the fact that when you shared each of these people, I could see a different role they play in your life. Um, mm -hmm. They don't all play the same role. It's not all just business. It's not all just personal. Mm -hmm. It's, it's a mix of so many things like your mom believing in you to, you know, take that leap and go to Indonesia. Um, and, you know, just the different people you mentioned, just the different roles they play. And I have a lot of people in my life for that too. Um, and I think it's important because I know exactly who to go to in certain scenarios. And if it was the same person for everything, um, I don't know if they'd want to be my friend because I'd be like calling them up constantly. Like, Hey, I need you for this. I need you for that. And something that I really struggle with, um, is, you know, the whole together we succeed mindset is leaning on people when I need them and then feeling like maybe they don't feel like they can lean on me as much, or maybe that's not the case. Maybe it's more so that like, I feel like I ask too much or what have you. Have you ever felt that way where you're like, I want to make sure I'm giving just as much as I'm taking? 
Yes, absolutely. I think um, I think that there's, I feel that twofold. One is in friendships. I know it can be so hard to, you know, nav- like it can be challenging to navigate friendships of, I, um, I want to give as much as I'm receiving and there's different seasons for that. And I definitely felt like that, like, oh, I feel like my friend, she's, you know, got, she has more capacity in this area than me or more resources and is so generous. And I don't feel like I can be that, but trying, but just remembering that if we're giving of our, giving of ourselves, then in friendships, that's enough. And and just being authentic is really important. In the workplace, yes. I have had so many people who have um, you know, poured into me and, and invested in me. I try really hard to do that for others too. I, um, I have a story of a, a friend, a colleague now who I talk about. She, uh, this is one of my favorite leadership stories that I, that I tell. She was, um, she's a refugee from Rwanda and her name is Amy. And I, um, I, I worked with her for six years. And when I joined the team at that job, I immediately saw how amazing she is. But I feel like she hadn't been, like maybe hadn't had as many opportunities as me in some, t- in some ways. And I, you know, I, I don't like to speculate on all the whys, but I realized like, she's an amazing leader. She has different strengths than me and we work so well together. Um, but I think sometimes it, you know, people like me who are really loud and outspoken <laughs> are looked at for as leaders more than people who are more quiet and more focused. And, um, but, but people who are quiet are um, you know, phenomenal leaders too. There's a really good book called Quiet, um, the power of introverts in a world that can't stop talking. And I read that book and it was really great. But anyway, all that to say, um, I really just, I wanted to invest in in AMA and others. And when I left that role, she was promoted to the role that I was in and it made me so happy. And and now um, she is a leader. She's really looked at as a leader in the Atlanta refugee serving community and she's a former refugee like she's um has all of this experience and expertise and it makes me really happy that um I don't give myself credit for that but I but I did want to invest in her and her career and I've tried to do that for others I I tell um I tell team members and people that I supervise that Yes, I want to invest in their career for the organization, but I want to equally invest in their career for themselves. I want to make sure that they feel like their job and that working with me and me being their supervisor supports their career and their life. And um, even if that means after a couple of years, they aren't working at the same, that they find another opportunity. And And people have done that for me and have been really supportive for me in that space. So I try to do try to do that for others too. Did that answer the question? Absolutely. Yes. And I see exactly what you're talking about with, um, you know, people that invest in you, you take that and invest in someone else. Mm -hmm. And that's almost enough because it's like, as long as we keep the cycle going of just investing in other people as we go through our journey. And I think relating that to middle and high school girls is, you know, if you are, let's say, 
the leader of your cheer team, that you're investing in those girls so that they know when they become that leader, then they're investing in the younger girls and things like that, where it continues that cycle where, yes, maybe you feel like you're investing and you're investing and you're investing and you're not really getting anything back. But especially in like a business role or a leader role, sometimes it can be hard to um, you have to realize what like being invested in feels like, because it doesn't mean that you're always being taught um, in the business world, you know, like maybe mm-hmm. someone younger than you isn't teaching you something um, as in like business aspect, but they could teach you how to be kinder or how to say something in this specific way to get it across better or what have you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always have to be in the same like um, way that you're teaching them, I guess. Absolutely. I think we can mentor and learn and teach, you know, people who are older and younger than us. I think there's, there are opportunities to, um, to pour, you know, to mentor and to, to teach apart from just job stuff and career development. It's also about character and perseverance and always, I I try to look for ways I can learn from people on a consistent basis because it, it helps us grow as, as humans. Exactly. It always reminds me of my friend. She's 16 now, but I've known her since she was 13 or 14. And, um, I really invested her into her in the sense of we would go to a coffee shop and we'd be working on our computer and I'd be like on the phone, like in a meeting and she wouldn't know the password. And I'd be like, well, go ask the person, the password. And she was such an introvert that she's like, Mm-mm, I'll just sit here. I'm good. I don't need to work on my computer. And so whenever like the waitress would come up, she's like, are y'all doing good? And I'd literally point to her and I'd be like, Hey, she has a question <laughs> and I'd put her on the spot. And it seems kind of mean looking back on it, but it was just, it made her get out of her comfort zone. And so I taught her that, but the things she's taught me, she has a special needs sister and her kindness and her love and her patience with her sister has taught me so much in my life on how to be a lot more patient and slow down a little bit to serve others. Um, And so just all the things that she's taught me, and I think all the things hopefully that I've taught her, it's really cool because when I look at it, I'm much older than her, but I don't feel that much older than her because of the things she's taught me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. Really good. Yep. yeah. Um, so with all of that being said, um, do you have anything else you want to share with our community? I know that hopefully you'll be on the podcast a lot more. So. Yeah. I am. Um, one thing that came to mind pace when you were talking about, you know, a high school girl kind of mentoring and leading others in, um, in, in a group or a club, I think that's something at Girl Talk that we're, we've been talking about and just tease a little bit of that, that um, really we want to make sure that every girl that is part of the Girl Talk community feels like their Girl Talk is able to support them on their whole leadership journey. Mm-hmm. And, and we've been talking about what is the leadership journey of the girl. And, um, and I think that visually that is you're looking forward and you're looking back at the same time. And so you're looking forward and learning from people who are a couple of steps ahead of you, whether that's in life, career, character, um, personal life, all of those pieces, but that you're learning from people, but at the same time that you have opportunities to look behind too. And behind not in a negative way, but in a, the, you know, people who are, 
in grades, you know, younger, you know, lower like grades younger than you or who are learning a sport and are, are still coming up and, and working on that sport or whatever space that is that we're, that we, that the girl talk, the girls that are part of girl talk are having opportunities to look ahead and to gain knowledge, but also to, to turn around and to work with and to work and mentor as well. And so it's, as you progress, it's this like leadership journey where you're constantly, where you're giving back and looking for and, and gaining and giving what we've talked about, right? The reciprocal piece that, um, that so many of us uh, at Girl Talk and so many of you who are listening, I'm sure have similar stories of just this, these people helped me and now I want to help others. These people mentored me and now I want to mentor others. And so I think that's something at Girl Talk, we're having those conversations. Like what are we, what are our next steps, right? What are, what are areas that we can help um, and support Girl Talk alum to have those opportunities? And, and so if you have ideas, uh, like anyone who's listening, like, please let us know, shoot us an email. And, and I'm, I'm really excited to see uh, everything that we're going to accomplish together. Uh, over the next couple of years. And I'm just very, very grateful to be part of this, of the Girl Talk team and to be able to jump into um, a mission and organization that's really close to my heart. You're so grateful. And you said that perfectly. And it made me think um, all the girls listening, if you have a leadership journey, which you should, if you're a part of Girl Talk, or even if you're just a girl, you have a leadership journey, no matter your age. Um, if you do want to email us and um, tell us a little bit about you and your journey and you want to get on the podcast with us, we would love to have some of you join because we know that not only do you want to hear from people that are older than you that have gone through it, but also girls want to hear from girls that are their age too. Um, and so if you're interested in being on the podcast and sharing your voice, just make sure to reach out to us so we're able to, um, to see if if it'd be a good fit. So thank you all for joining us and we will see you next time. Thank you so much, Emily. Thank you, Pace. This was so much fun. Yay. All right. Bye. Bye. Want to bring Girl Talk to your community? The best way to do that is to start a chapter. To learn more, you can go to our website and click on get involved. Then go to start a chapter and it will lead you right to how to start it. If you enjoyed this episode and want to learn more about Girl Talk, follow us on social media at Girl Talk Inc. And check out our website at mygirltalk.org.